Hello, and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. I'm Bob Martin, the President and CEO of Imagine America, and very pleased to host today's show. Imagine America Foundation was first created in 1982 for the purpose of helping American students understand the immense opportunities available to them in pursuing a career in the trades. For the past 20 years, I have directed the activities of Imagine America and had the opportunity to provide financial aid and assistance to more than 180,000 enrolling high school and adult students. Right now, America faces a massive skill worker shortage. Frankly, this is a recurring problem that I have seen throughout my more than 35 years in the workforce development field. Good paying jobs and careers are awaiting American students right now in the very important career areas of healthcare, information technology, mechanical, business, and arts. Imagine America Radio wants to help our listeners understand these opportunities and how they can begin preparing for careers in these fields. Joining us today on Imagine America Radio is Jim Beloga. Jim Beloga is the president and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute, as well as YTI Career Institute. Today's topic is electrical technician careers. We hope you enjoy our interview with Jim Beloga. Joining us today on Imagine America Radio is Jim Beloga, President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute and YTI Career Institute. Porter and Chester has nine campuses all up and down Connecticut and Massachusetts, while YTI Career Institute has campuses located in Lancaster and York, Pennsylvania. These campuses have been educated tomorrow's workforce since 1946 and are accredited by the Association of Career Schools and Colleges. Porter and Chester trains its students to enter the workforce in the transportation industry featuring PCI's automotive technology program, the healthcare industry featuring PCI's medical assisting, dental assisting, medical billing and coding, practical nursing, and cosmetology programs, the skilled trade sector featuring PCI's HVAC refrigeration, plumbing, electronics, and electrician programs, and the technology sector featuring PCI's computer networking technician and computer-aided drafting and design programs. And for those of you that don't know, Porter and Chester and YTI Career Institute have offered the Imagine America Scholarship to enrolling students for the last 15 years and have awarded over 4,000 students the Imagine America Scholarship. So Jim, thank you for being an Imagine America member, what you do for your students, and also for joining us today. Uh, Lee, thanks very much. And uh, I'm excited to be here with you today. And um, I'm really excited to talk um, a little bit more about careers yeah. in the electrical field. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, uh, leading right into it today, we'd like to discuss the electrical uh, career field. Uh, as a leading provider of electrical technician training, we couldn't think of anybody better to call than Jim Beloga with Porter and Chester and YTI. So let's start by telling our listeners exactly what an electrician, uh, what an electrical technician is. Uh, can you briefly explain what an electrical technician does? Uh, yeah, uh, Lee, I mean, simply electricians install wiring that brings electrical power into any type of residential, commercial, um, in, uh, or industrial building or structure, you know, and they, and they maintain the, this wiring as time goes by. 
Um, and they work in accordance with safety rules and regulations to ensure that these building uh, structures have enough power to operate. Um, and they do so in a way that's safe to all of uh, the building inhabitants. Uh, you know, in addition, they also work with um, many of the devices and uh, pieces of equipment that uh, actually get connected to the electrical grid. Hmm. Sounds like a sounds like a lot. Um, so, Jim, what does a career outlook look like for an electrical technician, and what's the national average as an electrician uh, that can they that they can expect to make in in a year? Yeah, well, we we rely on the Bureau of Labor uh, Statistics and um, in, in, those, in that data, um, there is projected to be over 74,000 new openings in the next wow. 10 years. Um, with, the, with the field expecting to grow 10% over that time, which is double the average growth rate for all, uh, all employment sectors. And uh, with regards to uh, pay, I mean, for ele electrical technicians or electricians, I mean, the median pay is around, is around $26.50 an hour nationally. Wow. And, I, and I would and I would say that that you know that rate of pay um, obviously comes with uh, some um, some level of experience, and so yeah. you know I would say that um, uh, you know someone starting out um, you know the pay would be slightly less than that as right. you uh, continue to get um, on the job uh, training hours so that you can fulfill your uh, license requirements. Yeah, right. And I'm assuming also in different pockets of the country that could be either higher or lower depending. Um, uh, ab absolutely, absolutely. I would, I would say that ge the geographical area that you live in will make a difference. Right, right. Okay. And well, with uh, electrical technicians being in such high demand, it seems like this would be something worth getting an education in. Is now a good time to become an electrical technician? And how long does it typically take uh, to graduate with an electrical uh, technician program? Yeah, I would, I would say that um, we're currently... Um, uh, seeing uh, employment demand remain uh, very strong, um, largely based on a number of initiatives happening uh, throughout the country, uh, ranging from installing uh, solar panel fields um, to just new business um, and commercial construction, as well as as well as the maintenance of the existing grid. And I would say that um, for somebody looking to get into uh, this profession or trade. Um, you know, generally one would expect to spend, um, you know, maybe as little as nine months, but more likely than not, uh, 12 months uh, to complete um, your, your educational requirements uh, to become an electrician. Again, depending on um, whether you attend school during the day um, and or during the evening, you know, the hours may vary. So, so I, would, I would put the range at between a year, year and a half is generally the, the standard length of a uh, electrical an electrical program. I think that's great. You know, I, I could uh, I could see somebody deciding that they would like to be an electrician after hearing uh, how how in demand this career field really is, uh, and just knowing that you would be able to, you know, get your education, uh, get out of education, and into the workforce within 12 months. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, I just think that's that's really strong and powerful, and uh, definitely something that this country needs. Um, now, Jim, a lot of our audience works in high schools, uh, workforce development boards, and, and VA offices. They might be in contact with people who are looking for direction. Now, what are three or four personality traits that would make a great electrical technician that may help identify people 
who are coming in uh, that would make a great fit for this career choice. So I'm a guidance counselor or I work for, at a workforce board uh, or a VA office and I see people all the time. You know, what are three or four personality traits that would help me identify somebody who would make a great candidate for this career? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, I would say speaking with employers that, that hire our graduates, you know, I would say that there's a few things that employers are looking for. Um, the first thing they're looking for is um, uh, employees that they can count on to, to show up to work. So attendance mm -hmm. uh, and prompt attendance is, is really right. key. Um, you know, I would also say that um, as an employee of, of an electrical contracting for, for, uh, firm or, or company, um, you know, your appearance also matters uh, because you're out generally on job sites in, in front of potential customers. So, so appearance is, is, is very important. And then, um, you know, I would say that your attitude uh, towards lifelong learning is also very important in what employers are looking for. They're looking for folks who, um, who get a base, a solid base uh, understanding in terms of their skill and, and understanding that they've got a, a base level in, in terms of tangible skills um, that right. they can use in the field. But they're looking for employees who are looking to learn and grow. And, right. and I would say in the electrical field, you know, you also, you know, you need to, you need to be willing to, you know, work with your hands a bit and you also need to, you know, be willing to work, you know, um, as a, as a team member and collaborate with your team members. And uh, finally, I would just simply say that um, we need to, um, you know, you, you also need to have some, uh, some math skills um, because there is, there is some math that's required for electrical. I gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like if you're if you're a hard worker and you're willing to learn, this could be a great career opportunity for you. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, as the president of Porter and Chester and YTI Career Institute, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of success stories. But what would you say is the biggest thing holding people back from deciding to get an education to go to school, uh, to become an electrical technician, or just to go to school in general? Um, and what advice should Imagine America be giving to individuals who are thinking about going to school uh, to become an electrical technician or just thinking about going to school in general, uh, but might be afraid of, uh, you know, are they going to fit in? Um, what, you know, is it going to be too expensive or just some of the typical things that you hear uh, students being held back, maybe in, within even maybe their own mind. Uh, what should, what advice would you be giving to any person uh, who may be thinking about going to school for a career and technical uh, degree? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what we generally see um, in, in terms of folks is, is really just it's the fear, uh, it's the fear of the unknown and uh, right. in starting your, your educational journey. And, um, you know, and so because I think you, you mentioned a few things, I mean, you know, you, you, you know, you have the fear, I think, of whether or not this is, you know, the right career, the right school, you know, will I fit in with with the other students? Um, you know, you also have. Um, you know, decisions that you have to make in, in terms of, um, you know, paying for your, your school as well. I mean, there's the fear of, you know, do you have the, right. you know, the proper financial resources? And then, you know, I think the other thing, the other things that we do see is, um, you know, folks are, you know, are sometimes fearful of the workload. Uh, sometimes they're a little bit fearful of the technology that, that um, they might be exposed to, you know, and, um, and then I, and I think, you know, for all of us, I mean, I think it's, um, you know, the, 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 the one, the one big thing is, is, can I do this? The fear, you know, the fear right. of, of failure, you know, can I, you know, do I have the, 
you know, the aptitude and, and, and the motivation and the discipline and the drive uh, to succeed. And, right. um, you know, and I think, and I think for, you know, for, for many of our students uh, who do come uh, to, to our schools, um, you know, I would say that this is one of the things that um, they eventually have to overcome. And, and once they overcome, um, you know, sort of this initial, you know, um, this sort of initial fear to start, um, you know, once they get into it, they realize that, yeah, they can do this. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's a great point. And that's something that I wanted to mention as well. You know, we're both sort of blessed to be in a situation where we're helping students uh, acquire an education. Uh, and a lot of times these students may be, uh, you know, bogged down with some fear. Uh, but a lot of what I hear anyway on, on the scholarship side is that, man, I am so glad I did this. You know, I'm so glad that I handled that fear. And once I got into it, I ended up finding out I could do it. And now here I am, you know, I went to college, I got a degree, I, I took me 12 months, but now guess what, I'm in the workforce, and I'm making money. Uh, and I'm able to pay back all of that, that I took to go to school. And, and now I'm, I'm in a much better financial situation, and I'm employed uh, in a growing career field. So I think it's all great. Now, for our New England area listeners, um, Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's coming up? I know you have uh, you have some open houses coming up or, or uh, some events at your campuses. Why don't you uh, get a chance to tell the audience about what's going on over at Porter and Chester and YTI? Yeah, I, yeah. What I, would, what I would encourage everybody to do is um, go to our, our website, porterchester.edu or um, yti.edu in the Pennsylvania area. Um, and, uh, and I would go to, the, uh, to our website and, and on our website, we, uh, we are hosting uh, open houses on Saturdays um, throughout, uh, um, uh, throughout each and every month. So uh, generally speaking, twice a month, uh, sometimes three times a month, we'll have an open house on Saturday from nine to one. And uh, all those uh, open houses are listed on our website. Um, and you can actually book a, book a reservation. The other thing that I would um, uh, also encourage folks is that we do have uh, we do have a, um, a, a standing um, uh, sort of open invitation. We call it walk-in Wednesdays. Um, anybody um, can walk into our campus and, and ask to meet with a, um, a career placement specialist and, um, and, and talk about uh, their interests and, and take a tour of the school. And, you know, again, uh, one of the things that we've been doing is, is we've been encouraging folks in our community to, uh, to stop on by and, um, and, and, and just take a tour. Uh, and so, so we do have folks in the community stopping in and, and, and trying to um, really understand really what, what we're doing. And um, I think for a lot of folks, what we hear is, um, you know, I've driven by your school, um, you know, for many years and uh, heard, heard you on the radio or saw you on an electronic billboard, um, you know, or, you know, or saw, saw you somewhere. Um, out in the community and um, and decided to take you up on your offer and stop in right. and uh, was impressed with what they saw. Yeah, you know what, I would, uh, I would even go as far as to urge any of my uh, New England area, uh, Pennsylvania area uh, counselors uh, that are nominating students for the high school scholarship to go to Porter and Chester to stop by. Maybe do the walk-in Wednesday or register for an open slot at the open house just to get an idea of, you know, who's at the school and, and to see the great things that they're doing every day. Uh, I think, you know, could be really beneficial uh, when the next time you have somebody who is interested in uh, becoming uh, a technician or studying any of the degree programs that Porter and Chester and YTI have to yeah. offer. 
Yeah, Lee, and I would add one other thing. If um, if you are um, um, you know a high school guidance counselor, we do have a um, a section on our website where um, high schools can go in and actually can book a, a tour for um, a group of students to come on uh, down to our school oh. uh, in their area. So I, again, I yeah. would encourage, you know, I would encourage all the counselors to, to, to take a look at that. And, um, and again, it's, okay. there's a, uh, there's a, there's a place right on our website, porterchester.edu where they can go ahead and uh, uh, reserve a, um, a high school bus tour. And uh, we generally, we generally do those um, in the morning, um, generally between nine and 11 in the morning. And um, uh, we have, uh, um, you know, several, several high schools uh, throughout New England that um, already are, are participating in that program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, we will be including a link to that page that Jim is referring to uh, in the description of this episode. Um, so with that, Thank you so much for joining us, Jim. It's been a pleasure having you on, on the podcast today and uh, be looking out for, for some future episodes with you as well. I, I appreciate the opportunity, Lee. Have a great day. Thanks. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.